0: Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences.
1: In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you.
0: We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to episode 69, the three things that happen when you avoid conflict to keep the peace. In this episode, we are going to be talking about exactly what happens to you emotionally and on the outside with your relationships when you do try to avoid conflict, even on the minute level. I hope everybody enjoys the show.
0: Hi guys. Welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about the three things that happen when you avoid conflict and try to keep the peace. And This is a big topic, something that we've had conversations about over and over again.
1: Yeah, and I think it's a topic that needs to be dove into in detail so we can actually talk about what conflict are we actually trying to avoid because it could be big conflicts or it could be like even the small, minute conflicts that I know me growing up, I tried to avoid.
0: Yeah, I was always the peacemaker in my house. Exactly. And I felt like by the end of it, I was so drained and really nothing got accomplished. It was like a temporary fix.
1: So that made me think of like, that's how I felt too. And a lot of other viewers probably feel that way. And I would even say, like on food choices, I would just say what I know the whole crowd wanted to hear wherever I was. (laughs) Even, (laughs) that's to avoid conflict, that's not a minute choice. (laughs) Just so I don't have to deal with, oh, but I don't like that place. I would intuitively sense growing up, they don't like that place, so I'm not gonna say it.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's, I think that's a common theme for people too, when they hear you say that, they're gonna think, oh my gosh, I do that too. Because I know I've done it before, where they'll say, where do you wanna go to eat? I'm like oh i don't care I'll, I'll eat whatever but really in my head i'm craving something like italian food or whatever it is
1: right so think about all of the silly things like that and the specific things to where you might not even know you do it still maybe you do it still or maybe you've done it in the past and just think about it it's it's kind of interesting you'll start to realize like i did that wow i was actually not living in my truth on those small details and it was causing me a lot of pain over time Mm
0: -hmm. yeah i think now i feel like more vocal well especially with you if i don't want certain food i'll say well i'll have anything but this
1: right so i don't want it so it might be food with you and it might not
0: yeah there's so many different things that could come up in life and i think that there's one thing to Feed into the conflict, but then there's another thing to just be in the moment and just say this is how I'm feeling
1: Right, and we're talking about being in the moment and just saying this is how I'm feeling mm-hmm. This is my truth and not saying it in a way like oh, it's absolute truth. We're just saying no This is how I feel in this moment. This is part of this episode as part of helping you the viewer get to that space mm-hmm. so let's talk about the first thing Number one, that could happen when you do avoid conflict over and over and over and over. Well, what happens each time we do that? Suppressed emotion. Yeah. Suppressed emotion.
0: And I think suppressed emotion, we think that it's a good thing in the moment to kind of hold it in and not say anything. But over time, it ends up building up. And then there's an explosion after. And you're like, wait a second. I didn't even know you were upset about that. And then all of a sudden it comes out.
1: Right. So it could have been the food thing. So say Lindsay was still doing this or I was still doing this with her and we were like, where do you want to eat at? And, you know, Lindsay really wanted to go to Chipotle, but she knew that I, you know, that I don't like Chipotle, which is not true. So she doesn't say this for a year straight. And then all of a sudden she blows up at me about a cabinet being opened. (laughs) <laughs> or something, you know, something else.
0: Separate. I don't like cabinets. No, no, I'm,
1: I'm just saying, but like, no, that's true. It happens to where it's not directly yeah. related to where you're. Like, wait, what's really pissing you off? Yeah, <laughs> Can I we would talk just say about that, that directly.
0: But yeah, that is one of those things where something maybe that's minor would end up being a huge thing.
1: So we got to think about that. So on the small things, think about it. What are you saying in order to sugarcoat it so that way you could please everybody, and that you know that you really should speak your truth because it's like, who cares? If you want to go eat somewhere, just say it. If they don't want to eat there, they don't want to eat there. And
0: imagine if there's three people doing the same thing <laughs> yeah. and they're all just trying to say what the other person wants and really nobody wants to eat at that specific
1: place. And it's like, and you're living in this fake reality when it's like,
0: just say what you want. Just
1: say what you want. Not, not one. So you could go eat at the place. It's not about that. It's about you just, the energy is inside of you. You're just saying, look, this energy is inside of me. Chipotle is inside of me. And you're telling people that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's, it's, it's, it's very simple. That's a simple. perfect example of it because everyone's going to have a different conflict that comes up in their life. But this right. is the easy, most relatable one to actually talk about. Right. And, and
1: this could be with where you're going on vacation. This could be with um, what kind of car you and your spouse are going to buy. This could be with what book you're going to read. It doesn't matter. I mean, I feel like everybody, they do this on different levels with different specific things. And um, the only way we really know if we're doing this is for us to actually think about this and to really reflect on where am I suppressing emotion in my life? And how do I know I'm suppressing the emotion? Well, you feel it. It feels heavy. When, When you hold back, you get this heaviness and then it turns to anxiety and it Compared to when you're allowing the emotions to flow, it's more of like in a flow state. Even if it's not all the way flowing, at least it's moving.
0: And you feel exhausted when you hold in all of this stuff. So that's another common thing, where you feel completely drained when you're not expressing yourself.
1: So as you keep doing this over and over and over, guess what you end up becoming, which is number two here, is a people pleaser you start to cultivate this character of people-pleasing with where you're going to eat, with where you're going on vacation, with what you actually want to do with your life sometimes, with the spouse that you're choosing. Um, A lot of choices you might be making because you're coming from this space because since you were four years old, five years old, you got so used to telling people that you want to go to McDonald's when really you want at Wendy's.
0: Yeah, and this just made me think of something too because I feel like... I always call myself a recovering people pleaser, which that's like not even a good intention to put out there actually, cause it's still saying that that's part of the past, which it's true, it is. But I feel like there's a difference between people pleasing and being kind. So there's two different things too. And I think people get confused cause we're so used to throwing around the words people pleasing. Right. When it comes to me for business, like I'm very direct, like this is what I want. I can say it nicely. But this is what's going to happen. These are this is what is in place. Um, but I can still be kind about it, and I can still do it in a way that is firm yet kind.
1: Absolutely. People
0: pleasing. What would you say the definition of people pleasing is? I would
1: just say it's you're not being true to yourself. Anytime yeah. you're not being true to yourself, you're people pleasing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're either trying to please your ego or you're pleasing you're pleasing people. So I would I would define it as that. Like I would say for what it's not, it's. It's you're not being true to yourself. Um, It's good to make the distinction between being kind and being a people pleaser or being an asshole and being a people pleaser. You don't have to be either or. Mm -hmm. I think when you're not a people pleaser, it's kind of like the food situation. That's just a very simple situation. Um, If you're being on kind there, you could could come off as, no, we're going to go to Chipotle and that's the bottom line and and you're speaking as if this is ultimate truth. Um, I think the kind way to do it is to just say it in a way from a space like, this is my truth. And I'm saying this for the higher good of people. It's that energy. And you know know that energy when it's coming from somebody because it feels safe. So it's like you're saying, hey, I want to go to Chipotle, but it's okay if we don't. I'm just saying this is a good idea. So... That's the best I could really say on really sharing your truth. You don't got to say sorry for sharing your truth. You just got to say, hey, this is my truth. And this is what I'm feeling right now. I think it's as simple as that.
0: I find like the trap that I can get into when it comes to being called out of being a people pleaser is the way that I ask for food when it comes to being at a restaurant, which it's interesting because me, myself, I'm feeling like I'm asking one way and how it's actually appearing is must be different because how a waitress might re- respond to me it depends on the situation i mm. feel like then i feel resentful towards the waitress so i'll say can i have you know a lemon with that water or can i have this instead of saying i'm going to have a water with a lemon and Tony will actually bring it to my attention because I'll be frustrated and say, that waitress was really rude how they responded to me. They talked down to me. And Tony will make me aware of like, do you know how you, you actually asked them in a way that sounded like you were unsure about what you wanted? So it's something that I'm mindful of, but I feel like in every other situation, I'm more um, passive at times too. Right. So if like there's times that I could be passive,
1: and you're very assertive too, a lot of times, but it's it's awesome how Lindsay pointed that out in her life because this this beautiful soul right here is really assertive. Like she's very confident in ninety nine percent of areas in your life. So
0: I don't know what it is there's a, a few,
1: and that's the thing with a lot of the people listening and certain. with me. There's certain areas.
0: Well, I just thought of something yeah. too. I'm so used to family members in my house being so assertive when it comes to the weight stuff that they might not be (coughs) the friendliest to them. So I don't want to come off as that.
1: So it's like your way to compensate. I guess so. Yeah, and there's different reasons why we do what we do. And it's like some of the... Things that we do were like like with Lindsay with talking and asking for a lemon and the way that she's doing I don't even do that with any other area. It's like why would I even do that? And it's funny when you when you start to reflect on it and think about it, you start to figure out. Like Lindsay just had a kind of a breakthrough right there. I'm sure you thought of that before. Um but hmm. Maybe it was because I'm overcompensating because when I'd go out, you know, this would happen. So there's different areas of where when when you stop and think about this, it kind of unlocks that pattern. And I think the only reason why Lindsay knew of this is because it was a pattern. So it must if if this happens consistently and it's different waitresses and waiters every time, it must be the common denominator, Lindsay. And that's hard to take sometimes. And I could see how like coming around circle. You know, sometimes you don't want to say. But I feel like I've been
0: more mindful of it now.
1: So it's breaking. Yeah. Yeah, and you could see the energy moving. So
0: it's one of those things. I can see the energy moving. Yeah, it's one of those things, and I guess, like, it's not fun when it's happening, but if you are in a relationship with someone and you notice a pattern that's coming up for that person, the same things that's coming out, you're going to have to say it. And that's another part of the people-pleasing thing because you don't want to suppress that because then you'll get frustrated with them. It's a huge part. Like
1: it. I, I can remember times when I would want to say this to Lindsay, and I, as I was saying it, I was, I was so like, frustrated. "It's like oh shit, I don't want to make her mad right now." Because, Especially
0: when I'm hungry.
1: Yeah, and maybe the best time to talk to her about it is not like right when it's happening. Um, we've talked about it other times too, like we are now, and I think that's another time. Figure out time. You know, there's timing is key here with everything. Like you want the person's mind to be neutralized. When Lindsay's mad at a waitress or waiter, her mind's not neutralized, so well, she's liable to like throw a knife at me or something. No. But anyways, you you figure out the timing of it, and this is the way you break cycles. It's painful. It's not always rainbows and butterflies. It's not always like, yeah, I'm positive, I am great, I am. No, it's like yeah, it's sometimes that
0: opposite. As that. you
1: lead to that, you start to realize these little holes that you have in your character, or not necessarily your character, little just little whatever you want to call them, little spots, blind spots. I'll call them. Blind spots that you that you might not have noticed before and the people around you can see it very clearly So I like I like to listen to what Lindsay tells me so, well sometimes I don't like to listen to it But I know that it's good for me in the end a lot of times to listen yeah. to what she's saying because she's a clear mirror for me So should we go to number three? Mm-hmm. So number three the the whole point of this whole show and our podcast is To help you get results in your life. So everything that we're teaching you is to help you really move forward in your life. And when you try to avoid conflict in your life on the minute level all the way to up to the bigger level, you're not moving forward. You're not helping anybody around you and you're not helping yourself. So that's number three, is that the things that are pissing you off or frustrating you right now, um, the conflict that you're trying to avoid, it's going to continue to get worse, actually. I, th- I believe. It's I either getting better or worse. definitely feel like that. Yeah.
0: And I feel like there needs to be a stopping point because sometimes we're so used to hearing our own story and complaining about the same things because we get that temporary attention from people to complain about it but until we actually get real with the situation nothing is going to change so we really have to say it right away like this has been bothering me and this is something i need to share
1: right going back to the food thing i know it might get annoying keep talking about it but it's like if that's your thing Next time, even if you know nobody else is going to go there, just for your own good, mm-hmm. to speak your voice so it's heard, say Chipotle.
0: Exactly. Or
1: say McDonald's. Oh. Or whatever it is yeah. for you.
0: Yeah. And I'm very clear in <laughs> that. I'm like, you're eating McDonald's? Um, but no, that's true. And this is, it's interesting because I talked about how the weight staff, like for me... It's been things like that's been coming up like almost like a little roller coaster ride where like, "Oh, I'm I'm on a high with this, like I'm doing well with it." And then other times, you know, there's a moment that creeps up and I'm like, "Oh, the pattern's still there." But I would say normally, if you're doing several things in your life where you are people-pleasing, it's going to show up in big areas of your life, too. Yes. In my situation, like I'm trying to be honest with myself and really think about this. I don't feel like I ever do anything that I don't want to do. Maybe I'll sit and listen to someone's conversation when they're complaining and I'm I'm a listening ear and there's a time that I could exit and I stay too long. That's my other fault where I want to be compassionate and listen. And then there's sometimes when I want to break that conversation, I don't break it fast enough. So, right.
1: so there's going to be different areas in this that you're really strong in. Like I said, Lindsay's really good at this area and most of the areas because we've been working on it so long and we're getting better at it. Yeah, we still have a lot of work to do. Obviously, well, and I feel like whole... that's
0: why we're doing these episodes because yeah. we're sharing our experiences, but also we're going through life as humans too. Right, so we're going so we're through not, this with you. We're not. We haven't mastered every single no. topic that we've spoke about, but we can actually talk about it on a level like, hey. We've actually been through this and this is a breakthrough that's come up and we need to share it.
1: Absolutely, and we're bringing you on this journey with us. As we grow, we wanna bring you with us to grow. We're gonna yeah. share our insights and be as transparent as we can with everything that's going on in our life to help yeah. you.
0: And sometimes when you do suppress, going back to the, the, second, the first one, mm-hmm. when you do suppress emotion, if you don't deal with it when it's actually happening, it will come up years later and it will come out in an argument. Yes. And you'll be like, wait, you're still upset about that? I didn't even know that you, that really bothered you that bad. And sometimes you bury it you don't even know that it bothered you that bad.
1: Absolutely. Because energy is always building. Look at it like it's a ball. It starts off as, we'll say, a grain of sand. Well, that energy, as you keep it alive, it, that's why they say to keep your dreams alive. Because uh-huh. that ball of energy will grow and manifest one day. Well, the negative stuff, too, that you're suppressing and not dealing with what's well, staying there and it's building it's not just sitting there like a grain of sand it's moving to a golf ball and then a tennis ball and then a basketball and then the earth and then the universe and all of a sudden boom, you got this catastrophic life-changing event when it all started with this small little habit
0: yeah and i have to say something that goes with that when mm-hmm. you just mentioned it. it just reminded me of something and i don't know how we're doing on time yeah um but I can understand, like for me personally, if I'm upset about something, I need ten minutes. Like I don't want to talk about it. I actually need to think about what is happening before I even speak. Cause I won't say the right thing if I'm like I right. it will be like out of anger or frustration. It won't even be real. Cause when my emotions are involved, I can't see clearly. I can't think intuitively. So I have to have that break in between. So I think it's important to express yourself. But also pay attention to your words too, and what you're sharing in that moment. Right, makes make it makes
1: perfect sense. So not being where you're reactive, but like, to where you're responding, to where you're like you're soaking it in, and you're like, all right, where does this go? Like, what's I'm real feeling in this? this? Yeah,
0: you know, because I could easily go and blame someone when I'm angry at that moment, and I do
1: the same thing. Like I get I get times to where. Um, in conflict, I'll get my emotions will get in. I'm empathic, so I feel everything, and it's like, it's good that I have her to where mm-hmm. she's like, all right, let's just slow down. You take a break, and then you know, eventually the emotions kind of settle in, and then the weeds kind of go away, and you kind of feel the truth yeah. of everything. And, and that's it is a process. Me, it is a process. But if you
0: deal with it, that same time period. It's not going to come up in the same way like we've done some exercises actually with different situations in our lives Where we can actually walk through and see clearly and like close your eyes and say okay Why where is that emotion coming from? Is it really this or is it back in time in my life? like I have a lot of stuff like that comes up with childhood and like ties to current life because of childhood we all do it's not like You know, my childhood was horrible because that's not what it was. No, it was great. But it was was a good childhood. But as children, we can see things and perceive things a certain way that aren't in reality sometimes. And other times we're extra sensitive during that time and we needed more guidance or support. But that's every child has that, no matter Mm -hmm. what life they had.
1: Right, even you, you were a child once, so you gotta figure out once again where are my blind spots where are those areas where I think that I'm really confident like going back to Lindsay being very confident in those areas but then with the the waitress (laughs) thing that could be a blind spot because like if you go to talk like say you talk to a coach before we were talking about this waitress thing and they're like wait are you um, are you confident well I think it would be more like hey are you are you assertive in your life and you would think yeah I'm assertive but until you really dive deep into all areas of your life, you're like, wait, I'm assertive in mostly all these areas, but then in this area. But in order to get to that space, you have to really um, focus a lot of your time reflecting on yourself and really, um, I wouldn't say fixing yourself, but adjusting your approach to where you have effects that are different than what you're, you're having now. So if you don't like some of the effects that you're having right now, In reality, understand you are the cause and that you just have to dig deep in your spirit and your soul and do that work and figure out where are these blind spots. Yeah. So, should we end right there?
0: Yeah. I wanted to say one thing. All right, no, no. You
1: you do have time. This is your podcast.
0: I know, but we have a certain amount of minutes, so I have to think about that. Um, No, one of the things that I'm thinking of that maybe people could relate to, too, is. When I've, like, I'm putting in quotes, mastered a certain area, which it takes time. Like, I don't feel like we fully master everything in this life. But just say I'm working on, like, the people-pleasing thing in a certain area of my life. Because in the past, I was like that. Like, I was very extreme where I wouldn't say what I wanted. Not just about the waitress thing. If I see other people living from that space, it bothers me so bad because... I already got through that piece of mm. people pleasing in other areas. Do you know what I mean? Right. So it bothers me because I'm like, oh my God, why are they doing this? They shouldn't be doing this right now. Mm. But it's one of those things you have to be aware that everyone's at different places. So I feel like that's another thing that could come up with these emotional things too. It
1: can because once you once you experience like the pain of living that way, and then you, you overcame want other it.
0: To be- Better. And
1: then you see them, you know, especially people you care about, you're like, I, I want to just shake you and tell you, look, you don't need to live this way because it's going to cause you a lot of pain. And you could see it's going to keep causing them pain for the next year or two years. So you're trying to avoid that, especially being psychic. You could see that. But, but we have to get to the point to where we're, we're patient enough.
0: Right, because if with I'm them triggered there. with that, then there's something right there. And
1: yeah, it's something within you. So it's just
0: you. to be honest about that. Like, yes. what is that going on? Why am I so annoyed when I see someone not expressing themselves like they right. really want to? Like, why does that bother me so much? And I bad? could
1: totally relate to that, too, as yeah. well. I'm sure a lot of the viewers can. It's
0: something to think about. Like, this is, like, very vulnerable to actually share this. But I feel like it's the more vulnerable that we are, hopefully it helps someone think, oh, my gosh, i felt that before. But, you know, when I talked to Melissa Carroll the other day, Mm and she was my guest teacher on the Mediumship Mastery Circle. And we were talking about shadow self, you know, the shadow and light. And I feel like that kind of goes along with it, to be compassionate with yourself when you're feeling these things because you're human. So that's what it comes back to is being compassionate when you're feeling these things in conflict and just be mindful of them and aware of them and just look at it.
1: Absolutely. Be compassionate in a way that you would towards your son or daughter or nephew or niece if they were going
0: through it. Mm -hmm. Or your inner child when you were little when they needed that. So we hope you enjoyed this episode. Share with us your experience if you've ever related to anything that we shared or anything that's come up for you. And we hope you enjoy the rest of your day.
1: All right. See you later.